Welcome to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Where I help you go through some of the overlooked health issues that we as women go through during womanhood. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. So one of the many issues that we face as women getting older is something that I didn't want to touch on this early, but I thought, let me get it out of the way. And this is incontinence. Yes, I said it. We're going to go there today on this episode. Why do I pee when I laugh? It's distressing. It affects us emotionally, psychologically, socially. It's something that we don't want to talk about. Society doesn't really want to talk about it. The Health services don't even recognise it as an issue um, of getting older or growing older. I mean, who really wants to talk about going to the toilet and how you go to the toilet and why you go to the toilet? They don't want to recognise it as an issue that predominantly affects women at a certain age in life. But also it does affect women at younger stages of life, like through uh, pregnancy We've got childbirth, overweight as well, as well as the menopause. Okay, so various factors that can cause incontinence, even uh, medications that you take, any kind of physical problems that you might have. uh, Multiple sclerosis can cause issues with incontinence. So it's a vast spectrum of what can cause this issue, but it's not really looked at because it's embarrassing let's face it it's embarrassing so if I may let me just start off at uh, with what I know as being incontinent is so for me it's the inability to hold your urine that's what I think it is and I think that's what many people think it is but it's also the inability to hold your stool so there's two sides to it so that's what incontinence is But textbook, it says it's the inability to control the flow of urine from the bladder, which is urinary incontinence, or the escape of stool from the rectum, which is faecal incontinence. So this is the base level of what incontinence is. Now, there are five types of urinary incontinence. You have stress incontinence functional incontinence, urgency, incontinence, overflow, incontinence. And then you've got a mixed incontinence, which is a mixture of stress and urgency. So if we just tap on each different type of incontinence, we've got stress, incontinence. Now the stress incontinence is when the bladder leaks during physical activity or any type of exertion. Okay, so this is coughing, lifting anything heavy, exercise, laughing, any kind of exertion on the body can cause a leak, a drip, and that is stress incontinence. This is because there is greater abdominal pressure placed on the bladder. Okay, so yeah, so the bladder has pressure, therefore it leaks slightly at the neck. You've got functional incontinence. So this is where the bladder leaks usually because of another condition. Uh, It makes it difficult to get to the bathroom in time. So 
there are no stress symptoms attached to this at all. There's no issues caused by coughing or lifting or exertion on the body. This is purely not being able to get to the bathroom in time due to another condition. It can also be not recognising that you need to pee. You don't realise that you need to go to the toilet at all. So this is functional uh, incontinence. This can arise from pain, back pain, arthritis, Parkinson's disease, MS, some common physical causes of functional incontinence. And that's a real, real issue. If we take a look at urgency incontinence, this is an overactive bladder. So the bladder is the main organ in the body that holds water, holds urine. But an overactive bladder causes the muscles in your bladder to contract. Yeah, at the top, they contract more often than they should. Contracting action makes you pee before your bladder is actually full. Okay, it's just a normal reaction. It allows you or makes you pee before your body's full. And this occurs in about 40% of women to about 30% of men. 40% of women and 30% of men experience some kind of urge incontinence at some point in their lives. When the squeezed bladder relaxes, the sphincter muscle opens and releases urine. That's what actually happens. And again, the causes of this for women, menopause, getting older, a hysterectomy, any kind of pelvic surgery, um, medications, being overweight and any UTIs, urinary tract infections can cause an urgency incontinence. This topic is so vast, I'm telling you, mixed incontinence. Now, this is the combination of both stress and urgency incontinence. So it's the unintentional loss of urine resulting from the bladder muscle contracting, which is the overactive bit that causes an urgent need to pass water, an urgent need to urinate. This kind of incontinence, this mixed incontinence also shares the causes of both stress and urge incontinence. Yeah, so stress, childbirth, pregnancy, sneezing, coughing, this all leads to weakened muscles that support and control the bladder. The increase in pressure on the bladder causes it to leak. The urge is involuntary actions of the bladder muscles. So this can be damage to the nerves of the bladder, the nervous system, the muscles themselves. Also MS, Parkinson's disease, diabetes, stroke medications such as diuretics can cause the urge incontinence. Overflow incontinence is when your bladder doesn't empty fully. Yeah, frequent dribbling or constant dribbling of urine. You simply can't empty your bladder. People with overflow incontinence usually get a lot of infections because what happens is the urine that stays in the bladder sits there and allows bacteria to grow. Therefore, you get a lot of infections. This happens mainly in men, especially with enlarged prostates. You get that that drip. You know what though, I've often wondered what is the main cause in women for incontinence and it's what I've spoken about. It's pregnancy, it's childbirth, it's getting older, it's menopause. Menopause is wrapped up in a lot of our issues. Being overweight, what happens there are problems with the muscles and the nerves. 
got weakness in the pelvic floor muscles as well, weak sphincter muscles at the top of the bladder. So the problems occur around opening and closing of that muscle at the top of the bladder. Chronic coughing, smoking and obesity is also some of the causes of incontinence in women. The first signs, I would say, uh, one or two drops or a squirt or a stream of uh, urine resulting in you having to go and buy some sort of incontinency pads or wear a pad. Also, some of the first signs, leakage during exercise, laughing, coughing, an uncontrollable urge to pee is one of the top signs of urge incontinence. But you may or may not leak urine. And also some minor bedwetting that you might have. You know, these things happen, so we're going to have to talk about it. You know, when should you be worried? That's the question. Should you be worried? I would say initially not to be worried. You can handle these things however you want. It's a personal choice. You know, when you're younger, it's a temporary situation, maybe through pregnancy or childbirth. When you get older, it happens again because of menopause. But more serious incontinence affects about a third of women after the age of 50. We can usually handle it with disposable pads and stuff, like I said earlier. But if the condition gets more severe, you need to get it checked out. You need to go to your GP. You need to speak to somebody who knows something about incontinence. Some with a medical background, preferably. So how do we fix it? These are the questions that people need to know. Um, lifestyle changes. That's the quickest way to solve any issues that you have with incontinence. We've got daily pelvic floor exercises. Drink more water, which sounds a bit weird, but yeah, drink more water. Lose weight. Reduce your caffeine intake. These are some of the easy methods that you can pursue. So pelvic floor or Kegel exercises. These exercises help to strengthen the muscles that support the bladder, the uterus and bowel. Okay, Kegels five times a day. Minimum. Yeah. Each time you control the muscle of the pelvic floor, you hold it for five seconds. Repeat about 10 times. You do that about five times minimum throughout the day. So to know if you're doing that correctly, it's the similar action to holding the flow of pee. So when you're going to the loo, you sat down, urine is coming out, you're peeing. Now to stop that, you would clasp or clench your muscle. That is the muscle that we're talking about. You need to hold that, release it, hold that and release it. And you do it a number of times during the day. This will strengthen that muscle, that pelvic floor. These are called pelvic floor exercises or Kegels. Drinking more water. You would never think that incontinence would improve by drinking more water. You've got to stay hydrated. And this is up to you. Everybody's different. We're not a monolith. We're individuals. They say on average drink six to eight glasses of water. The key is to just stay hydrated. If the body isn't hydrated, then the urine in the bladder becomes more concentrated and this will irritate the bladder. You don't want the irritation. So you just keep hydrated and this will reduce any muscle action, any 
activation of the sphincter muscle. So the key is to stay hydrated throughout the day. We can talk about weight loss. Research has shown that loss of 5 to 10% of body weight may help control urinary incontinence. Why is that? Why do symptoms improve with weight loss? The reason is that weight increases abdominal pressure. So that's the pressure in your stomach, which can weaken the pelvic floor. So these are the muscles. It will weaken the pelvic floor muscles, weakens the sphincter muscle at the top of the bladder as well. We can reduce caffeine intake, tea, coffee. There is a link between caffeine and urinary incontinence. Caffeine, as we know, is a diuretic and also an inflammatory substance. So it causes inflammation. So it will cause inflammation in the bladder. However, caffeine isn't the underlying cause. But if you are incontinent, it could make your condition worse. Caffeine, as I said, causes irritation on the bladder lining. We can look at vaginal health, pelvic toning. So these are devices targeted at women for exercising the vaginal muscles, exercising the pelvic floor and to improve the muscle tone. So there are a number of things directed towards women on the market to improve the muscle tone. We have vaginal eggs or yoni eggs. These are weights. They come in different sizes, different weights, and they are used to insert into the vagina. But the, the key is to hold those eggs in. And by holding them in, they improve the tone of the muscle. So as I've mentioned before, we can do pelvic floor exercises and it is with these weights um, that we do these exercises with. They are called Kegel exercises without weights or with weights. We have jade eggs, yoni eggs, we've got venous balls, Benoit balls. Pelvic floor exercises would be the go-to exercise should you be experiencing any pelvic problems, any incontinence issues, that would be the first port of call. Definitely need to get you lifting some weights to sort that out. But if you should continue to have issues, the second port of call would be go to the doctors, the GP to sort something out, to see what's actually happening. But main causes, pregnancy, childbirth. If you get into that age, late 30s, 40s, when you could be perimenopausal, menopausal, that could be a factor as well, but see how things go. And if you're not truly satisfied, definitely go to the GP because if you don't, it could lead to infections and, you know, and it could affect you socially, psychologically, physically. And this is not what you want. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Please stay tuned for future episodes and do please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at dnice.fitness, that's D-N-Y-C-E, or via my website, dniceafitness.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions of your own or need advice about your health and well-being or womanhood in general, please do send them through my way and I'll respond directly and also in future episodes. This podcast has been brought to you by D-Nice Fitness and produced by the great team at the Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Denise Campbell. Have a wonderful week. 
Until next time.